This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Rabotai, we're going to continue part two of the series that we started on the Sefer Elif Bina from Rabbi Yaakov Abu Chatzera. And Rabbi Yaakov Abu Chatzera in this Sefer, very special Sefer, um, explains one chapter in Tehillim, which is a very central chapter. Ask me the Tehillim over there in the middle of the table. He explains, yeah, yeah, he explains it in, uh, in it's Tehillim Kufyutet. Those of you who are familiar with Tehillim Kufyutet, it's a very long perik. It's the longest one in Tehillim. It goes through the Alpha, the Alpha Beta. Yeah, it goes through Alpha Beta. It goes through every single letter of the uh, of the Alif Bet. Okay, and the first one was the Alif we did last week, and we did it Lirifwat Amram Ben Ada Azerwal, and uh, on Shabbat, Amram who was a very dear friend of us, of ours, returned his soul back to the Creator. So this series of Elif Bina is going to be dedicated to the memory, the Ilunishmat, Amram ben Meir Azerwal, Zichrono Livracha. I was in Eretz Yisrael for his, uh, for his Levaya and, his, uh, and, and, and for the Shiva and the amount of Rabbanim that came, the amount of Tzadikim that came because his house was always open like Avram Avinu, always receiving uh, Rabbanim. So they really, um, they reciprocated and it was Levaya uh, like you would think of a great Rav and uh, he deserved it. He deserved it his whole life. He did Chesed and Tzedakah and, uh, and he was very close to the Abu Chatzera family the the, uh, the the Bukhatsera family is very close with him. So it's very appropriate that we dedicate this learning of the Sefer Rabbi Yaakov Bukhatsera in his memory. So the 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 Perik Bet, the, the second letter in the alphabeta is Bet, right? So how does the how does David Amelech start? Bame Yizake Naar et Orcho Lishmor Kidvarecha. David Melech says, how will a lad merit going in your ways, Hashem, to keep your words? If in his whole heart, in my whole heart, I'm going to seek after you. Don't make me uh, fall into a path of mistakes from your mitzvot. What is David Melech saying over here? Such an interesting pasuk. Why is he calling the person a na'ar? na'ar. How is a na'ar going to be zoche to, uh, uh, to, to go in the path of Hashem? So Yaakov Abu explains the following, Rabotai. Achshav balumar. People think that limuda Torah and yirat shamayim are two separate things. A person could learn a person could be involved in Torah. A person could be in, in, in one of the biggest geniuses of Torah, but not focus so much on his kedusha and his tahara, on purity. I'm not saying he doesn't believe in God, but he doesn't make it a focus and a focal point of his avodat Hashem, of working on his kedusha and his tahara. It's written in the Sefer Shara Yichudim. Kol ma'ase adam tovim she'adam osei be'odon rasha. A person thinks, you know what? I don't want to be so religious, but I love learning Torah. I love, people like that. They don't wear, they, 
I used to know somebody who would prepare dafyomi in a McDonald's. Believe it or not, he used to prepare dafyomi in McDonald's. But say, okay, that person wasn't a good example because he was growing. So I'm not saying he was chas v'shalom in that category of a rasha. But let's say somebody is in a category of a rasha. Not only is he not adding on kedusha, elegam adraba mosif koach ba'aklipa. What happens is, is that he's giving food to the klipa, to the negative forces. Like it says, Rasha Amar Like David Amelech says to the Rasha, Hashem says to the Rasha, "What do I need your Torah for? What to contradict me? To be cynical against the Torah?" Klipa is a klipa, right? It's it's in in the words of Kabbalah, it's a uh, it's the negative forces. It's it's the the klipot. It's the negative forces. Now, and that's what happens when when a person is he takes those klipot and he and he brings them to Gudusha Bitara. And that's why what happens what happens is is that when a person is in a state that he's not Bikdusha, the Torah is not only not effective, it could be detrimental. So which is why Moshe Rabbeinu keeps on telling Am Yisrael, you want to receive the Torah right before you should prepare yourself for three days get yours to go to the mikveh be, be pure it keeps on Moshe Rabbi keeps on emphasizing Kiddush Vitara says Rabbi Yaakov why? because you have to increase Kiddush in order to get the Torah and specifically Moshe Rabbeinu tells him to prepare for three days says Rabbi Yaakov Abu Chatzera because not, you have to add on Kiddush three times Kiddush today add on from yesterday and add on a third time and then you're going to be ready in order that, that, that the Torah should be absolutely uh, absolutely kadosh. David HaMelech is telling us the following says Rabbi Yaakov when a person is going to get to, 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 to reaching levels of Torah kol Torah mitzvot ani makir bahem David HaMelech is saying I know the paths how to get to be a great tzaddik of Torah Hashem I know and I know that it requires avodat Hashem, of purity, and not just speaking, uh, speaking Torah, talking the talk but not walking the walk. I know it means more than that. Hashem, I'm asking, help me absorb and learn Torah. Don't put any stumbling blocks. So David Melech is saying like this. Whenever we use the word na'ar, we usually mean to somebody who's lacking yirat shamayim, somebody immature. Like it's written in Pasuk, in, in Melachim, in Navi, Melachim Bet, Perik Bet, that na'arim ktanim yatsu minair veitkalesud. So the Gemara in Sota, says, what's Ne'arim Ktanim? That, that there was lads who came out of the city. It means those that were, that were Minu'ar Mina Mitzvot. They shook off Mitzvot. That means, Na'ar means shaking off Mitzvot, being empty from Mitzvot. So a person could think that, that, you know, I learned Torah, but he's not so careful in his Mitzvot. He's not so careful in his Kriyat Shema. He's not so careful in his... Um, in, in, in making sure he wakes up on time for Kriyat Shema. He's not so careful in his other, in his other um, aspects of Avodat Hashem. So that person, he's menuar bina mitzvot. V'chol od shelo keiman b'yirah b'kedusha, en chokma en yirah. Says Rabbi Yaakov, don't be fooled. Don't think that you could get to the levels of Torah 
without Kedusha. That's what David HaMelech is saying. How could a child, what does a child mean? Somebody without Yirat Shamaim get to the level? The only way is going to be Lishmor Kidvarecha. In, in order to listen to your words that Hashem is saying. What's Hashem's words? Being, be, being, being with Kedusha Bitahara, not with other things. And first of all, you have to make sure that your mind is clean before you learn Torah. You, you, you look at what you look at, you think about what you're supposed to think about, you talk what you're supposed to talk. You come when you learn Torah, not as just like a pastime, as something that's part of Avodat Hashem to connect to Hashem. And he's giving us hard news. He's saying that a person has to have his mind free to be able to listen to Divrei Torah and to want to learn Divrei Torah and understand Divrei Torah in a way that this is why he came into the world for. A focal point. This is his life. When a person does that, says Rabbi Yaakov, he's going to be able to get to the level of coming close to Hashem. That's what David HaMelech is saying. How is this Na'ar going to be able to get to where he's supposed to get to? To keep Hashem's words, all of Hashem's words, of Kedusha V'Tahara. But here, Rabbi, uh, here he's going to continue Rabbi Yaakov and tell us a very important principle. The Pasuk continues and it says like this. With my heart, with my full heart, I seek you out. What does that mean with my full heart I seek you out? You know, this week, last week when I was in Eretz Yisrael, I had the opportunity to visit my Rosh Hashiva. His name is Rav Tzvi Kushalevsky Shlita. He should have a long life. And I was discussing different questions that I had with, uh, with, the, with, with the Rosh Hashiva and, and different scenarios that present myself in my life. A challenge, I'll tell you one challenge that I have in my life is that sometimes I have to enter uncomfortable situations with people that are not doing appropriate things. And it's confrontational. I don't like being confrontational. But on the other hand, people do inappropriate things. So I'm left in a conflict. What do I do? Do I... Do I, do I enter the conflict or do I not enter the conflict? And many times I choose not to enter the conflict. What do I need this person to have him, to have his animosity and to have his, um, and, and, and to, have a, to have a whole fight with the person? But on the other hand, there's inappropriate things being done. So I asked the Rosh Hashiva what to do. The Rosh Hashiva told me a very important rule of life. He says, you're going to have to judge the situation whether it's worthwhile to get into or not. But the number one overriding factor is that you cannot go into it if it's not l'shem shamayim. If it's not for the right purposes. If you have any ulterior motives, and only you know if it's ulterior motives. If you have any ulterior motives, you know that it's not going to go out well. It's not going to come off well. You have to do things l'shem shamayim. And if it's not, work on it or don't do it at all. Says David HaMelech, when a person wants to seek Hashem and get into, and, and get into territories that he's not sure if he should get into or not, he has to work on his intent that it should be Lashem Shamaim. Ki im Lashem Shamaim, Mina Shamaim Misayu. And because if he's going to do it Lashem Shamaim, 
Hashem is going to help you out and you're going to have that extra dose of help. If it wasn't for Hashem's help, where would we be? You know, yesterday, I lost my AirPods. When I lose my AirPods, it's a catastrophe. Because I listen to shiurim while I'm walking. I have to speak to people. I don't have time just to sit down and speak to different phone calls I have. I don't have time. So I do it while I'm going from one errand to the next. Is it good? Not good? Good question. That's the way I am. So I don't have these AirPods. I have to hold my phone like this. I, I can't. I can't do it. So I lost my AirPods case. What do I do? I tell myself, okay, it's my fault. I know where it was. So I started looking. wasn't there. In the second place, it wasn't there. So as I was walking out of the Kolo building, I came back to the Kolo I told myself, Lebar, you're always thinking that you're in charge. You're always thinking that it's you who does things and finds things. And you know that that's wrong. You know that whenever you put things to Hashem in charge, Hashem takes care of it. Just we're scared sometimes. We're scared to be vulnerable to, to, to give that to give that that koach over to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because when we give that koach over to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what happens is that when we give that koach over to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what happens is is that we're afraid that if it doesn't come through for us then it's, we're going to be lacking in Emuna, and that's our mistake I told myself just throw I'm going to throw my burden on Hashem and I said, you know what? Hashem, you're in charge. Help me find those AirPods. And I said, uh, I said, It's a to say, when everything, every, everybody is blind, until Hashem opens up our eyes. And once I said that, I felt so much better about myself. I go into my car. I say, you know what? Let me look again in my car. Why did I think about looking in my car again after I looked five times? I don't know. But it came into my mind. How? You guess. And I started looking, and down, down in the corner, there they were. Two minutes after I said it. And I was such a mechutzaf that I didn't even thank Hashem right away. It took me till I got home to say, hey, it's because I said, Amr bin Yamin. And that's the story of our lives. It happened to me too. Yeah, it's all the time. You just got to put your, your, your trust in Hashem and do things Hashem Shemaim, and Hashem will help you out. Without Hashem's help, we're nothing. We're nothing. Habali taher misayinoto. You've got to do your stadlut, but you've got to do your stadlut knowing that you're doing your stadlut, but it's Hashem's running who's pulling the strings. That's the difference. They were so kadosh, they thought to do something bekedusha, and it didn't work. You know who? Shlomo Amelech. He said, I want to conquer the world. I want to rectify all those klipot. All those different negative forces all over the world. How am I going to do that? I'm going to marry a lady from every country. From Ethiopia, and from Sudan, from Nigeria. All, every single country. He got, he got women from all over. That way, he's mitaken all the nitzatot. L'shem shamayim, because he knew what had to be done. And he said, it's written in the Torah, lo yarbelo nashim. But what is it written? Shlomo Melech said, why is it written lo yarbelo nashim? Because they might, they might lead them astray. But I know that they're not going to lead me astray. And he fell through. Why? Obviously, there must have been, according to Shlomo Melech's holy level, a little of a little of a tinge of Shalom Shamaim Rabbi Yaakov is saying. And also, there was the four Chachamim that entered the Pardes in order to rectify the sin of Adam Arishon. They met Lashem Shamaim. Nevertheless, three of them got damaged, 
and didn't come out, didn't come out shalem. Why? Says Rabbi Yaakov, they were missing a Lashem Shamayim. And that's what it means, the Pasuk. Bechol libidir ashticha. The Torah and mitzvot that I do, says David HaMelech. They should be with my full heart. Shlemut alev. I'm asking from you, Hashem. Al tashegeni. Don't make me go in a mistake and always think it's up to me and don't things that, and, 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 and don't, and I don't have the kavanah Lashem Shamayim. That's what David Amelech is praying to Hashem. We have to pray for it sometimes. It's not enough to assume that it will happen. You have to pray for it. You have to say, once again, let's go over the pasuk. How is a lad that without Yirat Shamayim is going to get to the path of Hashem? If he's going to keep the words of Hashem fully, which means the Hashem Shamayim. Which means fully with Yirat Shamayim and Kedusha. How? If he seeks Hashem with his full heart. If he does that, I won't, I won't make a mistake in my path in Avodat Hashem. I won't make the wrong decisions. I won't go on the wrong path because I know I'm doing it Lishem Shamayim. That is what Rabbi Yaakov is saying. And that is chapter Bet of Erev Bina Chazakubaru. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.